You're listening to Hardwired with Jeff Wickwire. Here's what's coming up in today's edition. Your flesh is always going to be weak. It's always going to take you away from God. And so we need to be strong in the Word. So he said, set your mind. It's just like the rudder. Where does your mind dwell? What do you think about? What's on your mind? Worry? Fear? We've got to take the time and the trouble to get our mind on the things of the Spirit. In your faith journey, have you ever slacked on your Bible reading? Have you ever felt like life is going well and you don't need to worry too much about staying in God's Word? Today, Pastor Jeff wants you to know that if you want to remain in connection with God, you need to be diligently abiding in His Word. Even if you feel like just the relationship's enough, God is calling you to take the leap by staying in His Word. Take some time out of your day to be present in the Bible and be renewed in your faith. Well, let's join Pastor Jeff in the book of Mark chapter 8 as he continues his message, The Power of What You Think About. When I hear the word savor or savors, I picture myself eating a steak or something. There's a flavor feeling to that word. But what Jesus was saying to him is so important. And I want us to put our minds on what Jesus said to his disciple, because it will make the difference in your life, the difference in your walk. It will decide three things about your life that we're going to look at what you mind, what you are mindful of. Now, let me just put this, this word up here. I try to, I'm not trying to Greek you out, but I want to show you a word. That word mind or mindful or savorist comes from a Greek word, phroneo. Can you say it with me? Phroneo. Now you can go out and tell somebody I'm learning Greek at church. All right. Phroneo. Now here's what the Greek word that Jesus used, here's what it means. It means to entertain, to set the affections on, to be mentally disposed toward a thing. Now, the same word was used in Philippians 2.5. Let me just give you an example, a couple of other verses to give you an idea of what the word means. The Bible says, Paul wrote, let this mind, same word, phroneo, same affections, let the, the same affections, the same mental focus be in you that was also in Jesus Christ. Now, I want you all to understand that the Bible here is talking about our mind, not just our spirit, our soul, which is your mind, your will, and your emotions. But now he's saying you are to love the Lord your God with all of your mind and strength and soul. You are to love God with your mind. So he's talking here about what we think about. Now, here's another example. It's also used in Colossians 3, 2, when he says, set your affections, same word, phroneo, your mental focus and your heart affections, where everybody? On things above, not on things of this earth. So notice what the word of God is saying to us. You have a mind and you have a will and your will decides where your mind is gonna go. If you couldn't set your mind on something, the Bible wouldn't tell you to. But the Bible's telling us, set your mind 
On what? On the things that are above. Well, I used to think, well, what does that mean? Am I supposed to be thinking about angels or, you know, cherubim? How can I set my mind on what is above? It's also your affections. Set your mind on the things that are of God. Set your mind on the things of the Spirit. If I want to set my mind on things above, I can just open up this book and read it. And I'm setting my mind on the things above because this is from above. I'm to set my mind on Christ, my mind on God, my mind on the things of the Spirit. Set your mind. Jesus is telling Peter that his mental focus and his heart affections were in the wrong place. And this moved him to rebuke Jesus out of the will of God. There is something that we need to get a hold of when it comes to setting our thoughts, setting our mind, what we think about, what we dwell on, what we muse, what we, what we meditate on, what we mentally regurgitate during the day. Amen, Pastor Jeff, I'm with you. I, you know, y'all's mind is thinking. I can, I can hear it. You know, this was something Jesus was giving Simon Peter a truth that I think could be spoken about every one of us. See, look at Simon Peter. He was a roller coaster. One minute he's moving in revelation. Next minute he's moving in the flesh. One minute, man, he's got a grip on who Jesus is that none of the 11 had. And he is singled out. Man, Simon Peter, way to go. That's from God. And I mean, in the next step, he steps into the flesh. Just like this. Have you ever felt that way? You feel real spiritual when you walk out in the morning until you get in rush hour traffic. And then you go from spiritual to fleshly. Anybody in here going to tell the truth and say, hey, man, I've done that. If you... Or on your way to church on Wednesday nights. Now, that this word, phreneo, when it's used in this verse, uh, it's in a verb tense. Just follow me here. It's in a verb tense that means to be ongoingly or continually doing something. Now, here's what Jesus was telling Peter. Peter, you are ongoingly, continually viewing life through the eyes of the flesh and not with the mind of God. And Peter, it's causing you to miss me. It's causing you to miss what's going on. It's something that you choose. We're, not, we're talking about, not about an emotion, but we're talking about setting your mind by choice. So Jesus is saying to Peter, he's saying, you're not being consistent, Peter. One minute you've got the revelation, the next minute you're in the flesh. You're not being consistent. Now I gotta tell y'all what, what, what's happening in my own heart, there has come a longing into my heart that I want, to, I want to grow into the fullness of the stature of the adulthood of a man of God. That's what I want. I mean, I, and, and what that means is, that means I want to be in the fullness of the stature of Christ. I don't wanna be dealing with uh, childish things anymore. I don't want to mess. I don't have time. I'm 54. Life is moving on. Some things I want to get done. And one thing that I don't have time for is childish stuff. I want to grow up. It's a longing. And I know that, that Paul had the same desire for the church. He said, I'm praying for you. I am interceding for you until Jesus be formed in you. That means you think like him. 
You walk like, see, you're never going to be like Jesus till you think like Jesus. It's not ever going to happen. You got to think like Jesus to be like Jesus. And the only way you're going to think like Jesus is having your mind renewed. The only way your mind is going to be renewed is if you make up your mind to set your mind on things above. Set your mind to grow up. No longer being mindful or focused on the carnal things of this world, but focused on and having your affections on the spiritual things of God. In love with him, seeking him, driven to become like him. Set your mind. Can you say with me, set your mind? Man, this is so important. Now, here's what we learn from the story. Spirituality is a mindset. Spirituality is a setting of the mind. It's a setting of the mind. I was thinking today about a movie I saw a while back, and there was a a ship out at sea, and there was a terrible storm, terrible winds blowing and beating against that ship. And, you know, it was one of these older movies where it's rocking back and forth and you got this salty old sea captain and he's in his cabin and you got a first mate and he's got a hold of this wheel. And he's saying to this first mate, turn it, turn the wheel, set the rudder, just set the rudder. Because no matter how the wind is blowing, we will go the direction the rudder is set. Now, I want you to think about that. Because James said, your tongue is like a ship's rudder. And no matter how the wind is blowing, how the storms are beating against the house, you have a choice to set the rudder. And I'm not just talking about your tongue, but I'm talking about your mind, your thoughts, your thought life. See, what direction is your life going to go? you got to set your mind on things above. Set your mind on things above. Set your mind on the word of God. Set your mind on Jesus. Now, I'm not talking about walking around all day where you never think about anything else. I'm not talking about being so heavenly minded, you're no earthly good. I'm talking about initially, I would say first thing in the morning, you set your mind on the things of God. Have you ever noticed how if you don't do that, you're playing catch up the rest of the day? So spirituality is a mindset or a lack of it. And it depends a great deal on what you set your thoughts on. You know, if you were to stop and think about it, what do you think about all day long? What is really on your mind? If you were to look at your thought life and you were to say, well, I either usually think about fleshly things or spiritual. I would say I'm either predominantly spiritual or predominantly fleshly. Which would it be? What has captured your mind. You can set your mind on one of two things. I want you saying with me, the things of God or the things of men or of the flesh. That's your choice. There's no other choice. Your mind is either on the things of God or it's on the things of men, period. Scripture teaches that what you set your mind on decides your walk in either the flesh or the spirit, what you set your mind on. How many of you want to walk in the spirit? You want to walk in the Spirit? If you walk in the Spirit, you're going to bear the fruits of the Spirit. You walk in the Spirit, you're going to have a much better life than if you walk in the flesh. And you know what the Bible says? That what you set your mind on decides whether or not you're going to walk in the flesh or in the Spirit. Romans 8, 5. Look at this now. For those who live according to the flesh, what do they do, everybody? They set their minds 
on the things of the flesh. Now, I want you to catch that truth. Let that hit you between the eyes. What you set your mind on decides whether or not you're in the flesh. If you're walking in the flesh, it's because your mind is set on the flesh. Hey, did you ever stop? Well, I just know oh, I'm walking in the flesh because the Holy Spirit had knocked me over the head and I'm, I haven't been in church in a while. No. If you're walking in the flesh, you can track it to what your mind's on. Isn't that what it says up here? Is this a wick wireism or does it say up, that up there? Okay. Now watch. But those who live according to the Spirit, what do they do? They set their mind on the things of the Spirit. I want you just to stop and think about that for a minute. Set your mind on the things of the Spirit, or you set your mind on the flesh. So, according to Romans 8, if I want to walk in the flesh, all I got to do is think about fleshly things. If I want to walk in the Spirit, I need to think about spiritual things. And this comes right down to, you know, my friend Tom Dooley, he's got a new invention. You'll be, you'll be seeing it. Uh, he has put the entire Bible on an MP3 player that uh, you can, it's, it's, it's this little gizmo. You can put it in your, in your top pocket or in your purse real easy. Got two earphones. And you can go through the whole Bible in a year, listening 15 minutes a day instead of having to read the word. If you're not a reader, you can be a listener. Amen? You know why I believe that thing is gonna go all over the world? Because churches all over the West, I don't know about the East, but I know in the West, are discovering that their people are not in the word. They're not. They say, well, I'll just go hear the preacher on Sunday and maybe on Wednesday night. But aside from that, uh, you know, that, that's when I get the word. That's when I get my tank filled. But I got a newsflash for you. That's not gonna do it for you. Church ought to be a time when we're all overflowing with the power of the word of God from what we have been experiencing all week long and all church is, is an afterglow, just an outpouring of what's already been going on. But here's the deal. Like, I'll give you an example. There's a huge church in Rockwall that's got almost 20,000 people on a weekend going. The pastor took a poll, and in the poll, he asked, how often are you in the Word of God? And 28% of his congregation said, I'm regularly in the Word of God. 28%. Everybody say, oh, me, that's not an amen. That means if you had 20,000 people coming, 5,000 are in the word regularly, 15,000 aren't. Now, I'm gonna tell you something about the 15,000. They're not having victory. They're not bearing fruit. They're not enjoying the presence of God. We've gotta get into the word of God. You can't fiddle with the word of God. Bible says faith comes by hearing, not an occasional brush up against the word of God, but hearing. And so we need to be hearing all the time. Because look here, those who live according to the flesh have their minds on the things of the flesh. Now, I'm gonna tell you what I know, and I'm not slamming a church. I don't know what the percentages in our church would be, but I want you to think about you. I don't care about, you know, don't worry about the person next to you, think about you. If your mind is not on the things of the spirit, it is on the things of the flesh. You have no choice. So Jesus said to Peter, the reason you're missing God right now, Peter, is your mind is on the things of this world and not on the things of the Spirit. And you need to get your thinking right, Simon Peter. Well, we know that he later did, but my point is this. He says, set your mind on the Spirit, you're gonna walk in the Spirit. Set your mind on the flesh, you're gonna walk in the flesh. 
Those that are walking in the flesh are doing so because they've set their minds on it. You can't get up and turn on the TV and watch the Today Show or Good Morning America and read a quick paragraph or two out of the Fort Worth Startlegram and go out and rush hour traffic and expect to get to the office filled with the Holy Ghost. Garbage in, garbage out. Life in, life out. Even with all this popping, I think I'm preaching pretty good here. I want us to get, to get this. All right. <laughs> so the question is, what's your mind on? What is your mind on? How bad do you want to walk in the spirit? See, you're not mindful. Your mind can be full of either the fleshly things or the spirit. So if you want to walk in the spirit, get up and open up the Bible and let it talk to you. Listen to spiritual things. Listen to teaching. You have a million ways to get the word of God into you. Don't let your spiritual life go anemic. Keep yourself full of the word. Stay in the word. Dwell in the word. Meditate in the word. When you get frustrated throughout the day, worship God and regurgitate mentally the word and let it build you up. Now, here's the second thing. What you set your mind on decides your state of being. Now, listen to Romans 8, 13. Look what it says. For if you live according to the flesh, what will happen to you? But if by the spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. Now, I want you to look at this a minute. If you live according to the flesh, thinking about fleshly things, never putting the word into your mind and your heart, but just kind of coasting along on, on a cruise control, and you're not intentionally planning to get the word of God into your mind, what is gonna happen is you will die. Now, that is the Greek word thanatos, and I want you to understand it. It's not saying you're gonna physically die, though thanatos is used to describe physically dead people. But it can also mean separated from God in a spiritual sense. See, if we don't walk in the spirit, then we are in essence separated from God in a spiritual sense. And what he's telling us is, if your mind is on the flesh all the time, thinking about fleshly things all the time, worrying all the time, full of fear all the time, doubting all the time, never getting input from the word of God, it creates a spiritual thanatos, a death or a separation from God. And this is what Jesus was telling Peter. Man, Peter, you gotta get your mind right. You gotta get your mind on the things of God and not on the things of this earth. If you are in Christ, set your mind on the things above and not on things of the earth. Can you say with me, I can set my mind because I have a will. And God says, use your will to set your mind. And that'll decide your state of being. I can tell you, if I get up, I'm gonna be honest with you, this morning, I, I got up wrong. I got up too late. I had a call from somebody who wanted me to go somewhere with them. I went dashing out of that house without even time to get my coffee, which is major. It's major. And I went to this meeting and I, and I heard, you know, somebody speak. And, but you know what? I feel like all day I've been trying to catch up. And see, when I do that, my mic pops. Bad things happen. But I've noticed if I get up, when I get up and I put my mind on the things of the Spirit, can you grab your Bible and say, this is something of the Spirit. This is, this is your sustenance. This is your sword, your shield, your food, your water, 
You've got to have it or you will experience spiritual thanatos. Separation, distance from God. And so I've noticed when I get up and I feed my spirit with it, then my day is completely different. I have more power. I have more faith. I have more peace. I have more joy. And you got to set that rudder first thing every day, right off the bat. Are you doing that? Is that how you live? Is that how you live? Now, here's the last thing. What you set your mind on determines your victory or defeat over the flesh. What you set your mind on decides your victory or defeat over the flesh. Romans 8, 13, we just read it. There it is again. If you live according to the flesh, you'll die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the sinful deeds of the body, you will live. So what I set my mind on decides whether or not the flesh whips me, whether or not I win over the flesh, what I set my mind on. Amen. And so I'm not just reading this word for the heck of it. I'm reading it to survive. I'm reading it to win. I'm reading it to defeat my enemy. I'm reading it so that I'm strong on the inside. I'm reading it to care for my interior life. I'm reading it for soul care. I'm reading it to keep myself strong. If I don't read it, I'll weaken by the day. If I don't take in the word, I'm gonna weaken by the day. That's what Jesus was telling Peter. You've gotta have your mind on the things of God. Amen. And so Jesus said to his disciples one day, watch and pray. Set your mind on the things of the spirit. Because if you don't, you're gonna enter into temptation. Your spirit is always willing. But I guarantee you one thing about your flesh, always weak. Your flesh is always weak. It's never gonna have a good day and be strong. Your flesh is always gonna be weak. It's always gonna take you away from God. And so we need to be strong in the word. So he said, set your mind. It's just like the rudder. Where does your mind dwell? What do you think about? What's on your mind? Worry, fear? We've got to take the time and the trouble to get our mind on the things of the Spirit. You know, it's an old, old illustration, but it's true. There's two dogs on the inside of you, a black dog and a white dog, and they're fighting. Which one wins? The ones you feed the most. The one you feed the most. That's the one that wins. Some of you are in a spiritual battle. Some of you are fighting for your life. Some of you are fighting for your marriage. Some of you are fighting for your sanity. Some of you are fighting for your victory spiritually. And I'm going to tell you, I don't care how smart you are, how much money you make, what your name is, the size of your house, the niceness of your car. I don't care. None of that. None of it. I don't care if you've got charisma. I don't care if you're popular. It doesn't matter what you have as an individual. You will not win the fight we're in unless you set your mind. You're not going to. Freneo, set your affections, set your thoughts on what is above and not on the things of this earth. Start your day that way and then go out and let the devil throw at you what he wants to. You've got a strong interior life. 
and strengthen, and you're going to win. What a word from Pastor Jeff. Are you struggling with the constant pressures of the world? Do you ever loosen up on your morals because you want to find more success? Today, we were shown what it means to remain committed to the cause of the cross. No matter how hard the going gets, stay true to who you are in Christ and be set apart. You'll always find pain and suffering when you follow the world. Seek after the heart of God and bask in His promises. If you're interested in learning about Hardwired, Diane has some things to share. Are you interested in partnering with us here at Hardwired? We'd love for you to come alongside us in supporting this ministry. All you have to do is text 817-484-4767 and enter the word GIVE to donate. That number once more is 817-484-4767 and text GIVE. Thanks so much for prayerfully considering this today. And thanks for listening. Daniel has more to tell you about what's ahead on the upcoming edition. How do you respond to conflict? When you're in a difficult spot with others, what is your first instinct? As he continues his study, A Journey with Jesus Through Mark, Pastor Jeff wants to show you how to respond to our divisive world that we live in. Instead of responding with extreme emotions, follow the example of Jesus and humble yourself for the rest of the world. The more you serve others and share God's love, the more connected you'll be to the heart of Jesus. There's more Pastor Jeff has to share from the book of Mark, so be sure to join us again. If you missed any part of today's teaching, you can find it online at hardwired.org. We're so glad we could be part of your day today, and we pray you've been blessed by today's edition of Hardwired.